This is the post-game podcast on the Blood Red channel, bringing you all the big match reaction with views from the press box, the dugout and the stands. Stay another day, Bohemian Rhapsody, mistletoe and wine. Like Liverpool, the thing they all have in common is being Christmas number one. Well, following the 3-0 win down at Bournemouth, Jurgen Klopp's side have secured top spot by the time Christmas comes around, with it still being two and a half weeks away. I'm Guy Clark and welcome to the post-game podcast here on Blood Red, as we bring you all the reaction you need to Liverpool's win down on the south coast. Coming up, we'll hear from our selection of regular contributors, as well as Jurgen Klopp's post-match press conference. Before that, though, let's get ourselves down to the south coast where we'll hear from the Echo's chief LFC writer, Ian Doyle. So Liverpool have extended their lead at the top of the Premier League table to 11 points with a 3-0 win here at Bournemouth. It was a very comfortable uh, victory, to be honest. It's something that all the Liverpool fans were just over there at the away and that's something they've been looking forward to for a few weeks. You know, anybody who's been watching them will have known that it's been a bit tense and been a bit fraught in the closing stages, but there was none of that today here at uh, the Vitality Stadium. Uh, Liverpool, you know, completely dominated uh, Bournemouth. Bournemouth, a Bournemouth team that was already struggling with injuries, and they lost Nathan Ake, who's the, the main centre back. And it was immediately after he went off that Liverpool scored the opening goal. Jordan Henderson, who was back in the team, one of seven changes uh, from the team that beat Everton at the week uh, in midweek. Sorry, he put over a great ball. Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain got on the end of it. 1-0 to Liverpool and that was basically the game to be honest. Before half-time Liverpool had made it 2-0. Naby Keita exchanged passes with Mohamed Salah. Great backfield from the Egyptian and Keita put it in. Uh, it was a big game for Keita actually. Uh, it was his first uh, Premier League start since April. He only had two brief substitute appearances in the Premier League uh, this season anyway. He obviously made a two, uh, two starts in the Champions League but the way he played it was with confidence, it was with self-belief. He looked assured, and from the very you know the opening moments, he looked like a, the kind of player that Liverpool have needed. And you know, Klopp again, as I said, he made a lot of changes. There were seven here. He uh, he's made a point of rotating his team in December because of so many games Liverpool play. I think it's eight or nine games in December, and it paid off against Everton. And it, it paid off here. Uh, the third goal was uh, Keita was the provider. He he put a pass through to Mohamed Salah, who's uh, tucked it into the bottom corner. He didn't seem to have any effects from the ankle injury. That's uh, you know, that has troubled him in the last couple of uh, last couple of weeks. He again, he was another who didn't play against Everton. Uh, Roberto Firmino obviously came in as well. Uh, Sadio Mane was somebody who dropped out. Um, he didn't even have to come on. Uh, such was Liverpool's uh, dominance. They didn't need him, so that did allow a, a, a memorable moment for Curtis Jones. He came on the last 15 minutes for his first uh, Premier League appearance for Liverpool. First, you'd imagine of many for the 18-year-old, and he almost got himself a goal with a, a good shot towards the end. By then, Liverpool were just in second gear. Bournemouth were well beaten and what will be uh, great you know, encouragement to Jurgen Klopp will have been the fact that they managed to keep a clean sheet, the first one in, a, in 14 games. The worry of course was uh, Dejan Lovren went off shortly before half time. He uh, looked to have a hamstring injury but Jurgen Klopp said afterwards that he hopes it's just cramp but regardless with you know, Joel Matip already out and Fabinho who can be a makeshift centre-back, they're also out and unlikely to play until the new year. Puts a lot of onus on uh, Joe Gomez, who went across to partner. He started the game at right back and went across to partner Virgil van Dijk at centre back. Uh, he looked a lot better for it. He was a little bit uncomfortable at right back. Trent Alexander Arnold came on and he, he played well as well. But you know, this was a game where you know, he had the likes of James Milner, was superb, I thought, in midfield. Where Liverpool can take confidence from it. They managed to negotiate what could have been a tricky hurdle for them. Uh, very comfortable win. 
and uh, on to the next game. Ian Doyle with his verdict from the Vitality Stadium as Liverpool made it 46 points from 48 available in the Premier League so far this season. 16 games played, only two dropped points. Take some doing that. Well, it wasn't all good news, though, down at the Vitality, with Liverpool seeing another centre-back pick-up an injury with Joel Matip already on the treatment table. Let's, though, hear from the manager, Jurgen Klopp, who was speaking to the press after the win. So, always, you don't know exactly, but it um, looks not too serious. It looks look like a little cramp. He felt something, told us, said he can go to for sure to half time, wanted to have treatment there and wanted to carry on. We said, no, stopped it there. That's the status quo. You have these kind of things in this moment of the season. It's similar to what Genie and Lalana had, or not serious, but serious enough to keep them out. So now we have two days to to make sure that they can go again. That's uh, that's what I think at the moment, but I don't know 100%. But apart from that, was that close to a perfect afternoon? Yeah, oh, it was 100%. So on the other side, I think Eddie had the press conference now before me, right? So I really feel for him because this day is, um, you can lose against us, obviously, that uh, that can happen. But losing then um, Arkan Wilson in the same game is, of course, uh, the major blow on a day like this. So on the, on the other side, we had then... Uh, we scored wonderful goals, we had more chances, did really well, were, were really uncomfortable to play um, and from the 3-0 on we controlled the game absolutely, so nothing really happened anymore. The players didn't like it too much, you had to, to be really loud in these moments, we don't, I didn't want to see any, any unnecessary risk. Because you lose a ball is not a problem in football, but it's not a time where you have to chase constantly players who run for a counter-attack. I didn't want that, so that's then, how I said, maybe not most exciting, but but, but necessary. So, yeah, it was an absolute super performance, super individual performances, and the team the team performance was just really, really mature and professional, and that's what we needed today. Is that what it's about, Jürgen, at the moment, with obviously this busy fixture list you have in different competitions? The Premier League obviously is the big one we know. Is it just about just keep ticking over while all these other things are going on? Look, you. Not mine. It's not mine. I like it, Princess Leslie Lou. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I wouldn't have said that, but it's uh, never heard the name. Congratulations, <laughs> my lord. Yeah. Um, Look, it's not. It will not happen every every. We had so many games now, which we had to chase until the last second because we were one 0 down. It was one one, whatever. And now, when you then when you have this really rare, comfortable situation and you three 0 up, then you should really control the game. We had it last week when we were four one up and made it. Well, last week, a couple of days ago, and made it exciting again with a bit of um, unnecessary lack of concentration. I would say. Um, so we had to hard to work much harder than it would have been necessary when it's four one, but um, that's it. So um, I'm, yeah, we have to do different things to win football game today. This was the thing we had to do, and um, the boys did it. Um, how I said, wonderful individual performances. So it's uh, the, the obvious ones like Nabi, great, absolutely Mo, absolutely strong. Um, so many really, really good players, but especially of course then how we. Controlled it from the midfield and from it with Hendo and Millie, that helped a lot. And um, so, 
Yeah, Joe Gomez then for after a while on the centre half position looked then immediately really natural. Um, yeah, all that helped. So that's what you need to win a football game. And the moment was magnificent today. I thought you know obviously fully fit now and yeah. Which is quite a bonus, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. So it's like it's, it's it's long ago that he got that knock against the foot, but he, he carries things like this with you when you when when you have game after game after game, and um, so yeah, it was looks now 100. percent That was your first um, clean sheet in 15. Yeah. I forgot actually how it feels. To be honest, it's great. We should have that more often, but it's. Um, <laughs> The boys, that was the most used word in the dressing room when I came in. It was a clean sheet, clean sheet, clean sheet. Obviously, everybody um, was desperate for that. Um, now we have it, so let's have it more often. Um, the next game where a clean sheet would be really useful is already around the corner um, against Salzburg at the weekend, uh, the weekend at Tuesday. So, um, yeah, feels good. Last one, guys, for the Mondays. Okay. Thank you. I mean, is it like being trying to be like Scrooge at Christmas? Give nothing away to anyone? <laughs> we don't think about it. Christmas is, uh, well, I know, is after but... Qatar. Wow. <laughs> I cannot think that far ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Jurgen Klopp speaking to the press following the 3 0 away win over Bournemouth at the Vitality Stadium. Time now, though, to hear what you made of the result tonight, though. First of our regular contributors to have their say is Matt Whitty. Well, that was a much more comfortable game, something that we haven't really had uh, too many of in the last in the last couple of months. Um, yeah, I mean, Bournemouth just just couldn't lay lay a glove on us, um, and you could see that there was a there was a big golfing class between between the two sides. It's, uh, I can't really remember Allison having to make having to make a save. I think the uh, the only moment of danger they had really was when um, uh, Cater lost the ball a bit cheaply in midfield, and they were through two on two, and Van Dijk had an incredible tackle um, to snuff out the danger for on uh, with uh, tackling on the uh, on Dom Solanke. And yeah, and that was about and that was about it really. I thought, uh, aside from that, Cater had a very, very good game, and I thought it was a performance that that he really needed. Um, obviously, there was the uh, the goal after a beautiful assist by Salah, lovely, lovely back heel, and um, and then obviously he returned the favour uh, to Salah, sliding him, sliding him through with a lovely weighted ball, and uh, Salah was just so calm in that situation, just waited and waited and waited, didn't rush it. And then just slotted it home when uh, when the angle was right. Um, I felt a little bit sorry for sorry for Bournemouth um, with the uh, with the injuries that they've had. Obviously, with uh, Brooks being out, Wilson uh, Harry Wilson not being available because he's on loan from us, um, and uh, Steve Cook being out. Um, that's not, that's gonna, always going to be difficult for a club a club like Bournemouth. Um, but yeah, I thought the uh, the first half an hour we were. It, yeah, the game was drifting a little bit. We were we were pretty slow. We weren't really creating much, creating much. Um, and then we had that one chance where Salah was slid through. Aki um, made a very good tackle, but in doing so, um, in, in tackling Salah, injured himself. And then I'm pretty sure we scored with our with our next attack with a another direct ball over the top and a brilliant first time finish from Oxlade Chamberlain on the uh, on the stretch. For, uh, for his first Premier League goal for a 
for a couple of years. So uh, yeah, that was uh, that was uh, that was uh, fantastic. I think from that moment on, um, we just uh, we just accelerated away from them really. Um, and second half was just uh, we were just coasting, um, and and uh, yeah, Bournemouth just couldn't get couldn't get near us. We had long, long periods of, of the game where we had possession. I think uh, Curtis Jones was waiting for four or five, six minutes to, before he could get on the pitch because the ball just wouldn't go out because we had so much possession. Um, yeah, and I thought um, alongside Cater, um, I thought that uh, that Henderson was absolutely brilliant in midfield today. Um, I thought he just played so well. I thought his uh, he was just uh, he was so uh, uh, tidy and also quick with his passes. Um, he was everywhere, and Bournemouth just couldn't get couldn't get through. And I thought, yeah, I thought Henderson was uh, was magnificent alongside Cater today, as was as was Van Dijk. I thought Gomez struggled a little bit at right back, but um, which is understandable given that he's a young defender still and he's not actually a right back. Um, but I thought once he moved into um, central defence after Lovren went off, um, I thought he played very well. Um, made a few uh, a few headed clearances and uh, a few blocks. Yeah, I thought he did very, very well. Um, hopefully, the injury to to Lovren isn't too isn't too serious, particularly with uh, with Matip being out as well. So yeah, um, another win. The uh, the relentless Reds. Um, yeah, go eleven clear, and then it's over to Leicester and City. Matt Whitty with his thoughts today on another comprehensive win for the Reds. Time, though, to look into our Blood Red podcast Facebook group. If you aren't a member already, join if you can, and you can hear your thoughts here on the post-game pod. Well, Matthew Jones writes some lovely goals today, and it seemed really straightforward. Love how everyone has been rightly talking up Mane, and we can just bench him and go away from home and pick up a comfortable three points. Hopefully Lovren's injuries, nothing serious. Otherwise, we're a bit thin on the ground at centre-back. Ryan Deary says that was a far more relaxing second half today. I even managed to put the kettle on and make a cuppa without nearly throwing it all over myself due to conceding a goal. Up the pool, shame about Dayan. Hope it's not too bad. And Mark Donahue keeps it simple with too easy. Well, thanks to all of those writing in the Blood Red Podcast Facebook group. So many of you having your say tonight. It is much appreciated. You're letting us know what you think. More fan thoughts, though, to come after this. The Post Game Podcast on the Blood Red Channel. Liverpool then stretching their unbeaten run to 33 Premier League games, with Jurgen Klopp having made seven changes down at Bournemouth from that side that saw off Everton in midweek. Let's though hear more of what you have to say now on the post-game podcast. Alex Watt and Owen to come, following on from Simon Donnelly. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas for Liverpool fans at the moment. We're racking up win after win after win, and dare I say it, after today's 3-0 win away at Bournemouth... Following on from beating Everton 5-2 last Wednesday, dare I say, we're heading back towards our high-scoring exploits of the past couple of seasons, which hasn't quite been on on show in the first half of this season. We, we've been winning games maybe very late or by the odd goal, but all of a sudden, the last two games, we, we seem to have found our goal scoring form again, and we're um, hopefully it's the start of... The rest of the season, putting threes, fours, and fives past people. Fingers crossed. Uh, it's it's becoming 
so almost repetitive. This uh, Liverpool winning thing. We 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 would we, we know we've played sixteen games this season. We've won fifteen and drawn one. It's absolutely amazing. We're on forty six points, I think now. Uh, currently eleven points out of Leicester, and Man City have got a big game this evening against United. So fingers crossed they might drop a point or three there. It's just what a manager this man is. The way he's made these changes, everyone's talked about December for Liverpool and whether it'll be uh, a bit of a turning point in a negative way for us because we've got so many games. So Klopp began to use his squad and uh, make some changes. He made seven changes today from the midweek game against Everton. He also made several changes when we played Everton. And yet again, his his changes produced the goals Today it was Keita and the Ox scored the first two. Um, and what a manager he is. Tactically, he's amazing. And the way he keeps these players who aren't getting regular games, the way he keeps them on side and keeps them ready for action. And they, they all they want to do when they come on is play for him. And, and obviously, last couple of games he's been scoring goals. It, it's just all credit to that man. He's, he's a fantastic manager. And I think the rest of the Premier League, indeed the rest of the world are jealous that we've got him and I want to keep him for a long, long time. Is it too late? Has time changed too much for us to have a dynasty? Can he not stay for 20 years because this man is going to win us leagues and European Cups like we used to in the 80s and late 70s? Hats off to Jürgen Klopp for what he's done for our club. Hats off to the boys for another fine performance away from home. Roll on next weekend against Watford, a team who at home we should beat. Come on, you Reds. Hello, Alex Watt from Did It Cross The Line podcast. And yeah, another great win today. Um, Just completely dominant from Liverpool, to be honest, against a Bournemouth team who are struggling at the moment. I think this was their fifth loss on the bounce today. Um, Bournemouth were just nowhere near our level, really, and it was... Just a really enjoyable watch as a Reds fan. Lots of great performances. I thought Salah, Cater, and Henderson in particular for me were brilliant. Um, ruthless finishing as well. Just made it look quite straightforward today, to be honest. The last half an hour was almost like watching a training session for Liverpool. It was very much one-way traffic and the Bournemouth players couldn't get near us, really. Um, nice to get the clean sheet as well, which is something we haven't done for a while, I think. I was looking, I think September might be the last time we kept one, which is a bit mad. But yeah, as expected, Klopp rotated the team extensively from what we saw against Everton. The front three changed completely. Henderson and Cater came into the midfield. We saw Gomez come in. Allison was back in in goal. And yeah, just him using the squad as expected in this December period. And again, this performance just showed the depth of squad we've got this year, even with some of the injuries we're having to deal with the last couple of games we haven't struggled with that rotation which is great to see um yeah all the goals were great the first one amazing crossfield diagonal ball from henderson we obviously had loads of success with that in the derby seems like that's becoming a bit of a tactic now from Klopp because more teams will sit deeper against us, pack the midfield and all that to make it difficult for us to play through them. So it's a good way to bypass that. It's funny that I've been 
unconvinced by playing Oxlade-Chamberlain in that wide forward position uh, in the few games that Klopp's put in there. I'd much rather see him in his favoured number 10 position. But then on the opener, that's how we get that, is him cutting him from that side. Lovely touch, lovely finish. And then second and third goals were just amazing. You know, second goal, Mo Salah looking at his best uh, hopefully his ankle isn't bothering him so much now. Again, he was great today. That back heel assist from him for the second was a thing of beauty. Lovely to see Naby Keita score. I'm hoping we see a bit more of him this month with all the games coming up because he looked really good today. He was such a classy presence in our midfield. He's obviously been unlucky with injuries and because of the competition in the midfield that's there at the moment. This could be his chance now in December to step up and stake his claim for more games. And I think this was definitely us seeing more of the Leipzig version of Cater today that we were expecting when we signed him. Particularly that pass to Mo to make it 3-0, which was brilliant. You know, him repaying the favour with that pass to set up Mo, which was Mo's first away goal of the season, I believe, remarkably. But I thought he was right back right back at it today as I said I thought Mo one of his best performances this season without really even needing to get out of second gear for a lot of the game but he was great um, and there's a really nice link up developing between Mo and Keita here which I'm looking forward to hopefully seeing more of going forward uh, lovely to see Curtis Jones come on for his Premier League debut too, just to show how many midfielders we've got competing for places at the moment, which is great. Um, only slight worry was Dejan Lovren having to go off with an injury. He's been great since he's come in this season for Matip. We don't know how serious that injury is. Hopefully not too much. He was playing through it. Hopefully it was just a precaution taking him off because... If he's out, that's going to leave us with just two fit centre-backs and Gomez and Van Dijk. Um, and without Fabinho, who can cover that position as well. So another argument killer there for any of the rival fans who are still clinging to this lie that we've somehow been luckier than Manchester City with injuries. It's clearly not true. But again, slight worry. But, you know, Klopp is really using this squad to the best of their abilities so far this month. And... Other than that one issue with Lovren, great day at the office for Liverpool. And I think we can all go and watch the Manchester derby now without really caring what the result is. Hopefully they both lose somehow, but I don't think that's going to happen. But yeah, another great win. Top of the league. Up the Reds. Cheers. Hi, this is Owen from Cop on Podcast. Boom! Out there in a league of our own now. 11 points ahead at the time of recording. Liverpool were terrific today from numbers 1 to 66. We mauled them, crushed them, set them on fire and then dissolved their charred remains in acid before pouring it down the drain. If Liverpool are indeed to win the Premier League this season, it'll take more than that Bournemouth team on that performance to stop us. Our only concern could be a biggie, however, in that Mr. Lover Lover Dayan the Big Dog Dexy Lovren limped off with what seemed to my untrained eye to be some kind of worrying hamstring injury. I, like you, really hope Dayan is okay with all the fixtures we've got coming up, but that was the only smudge on an otherwise sparkling window of a performance today. 
Look at Nabby, for example. Nabby Cater, unfair criticism has been slung his way from the the excuse me the wrong kind of analyst because his only problems for us have been his injury record and the occasional rustiness. That's it. That's all his problems have been. If he can finally stay fit, he will be a fifty million pound bargain. He was splendid today, and his through ball to Mo Salah was right out of his top drawer. It was a pass I, I saw many times when he played for Leipzig a few years back. What a dream it will be to watch him dissect low block teams in future. Mo Salah himself was terrific in his role. That was more central than usual. This was a smart move, I thought, by Kloppo, as Mo was both devastating and not required to run so much. What a pleasing back heel assist he got for Nabby as well, to, for Nabby to swipe one in with the outside of his trusty right peg. Ooh, super stuff. Well done, Mo. And kudos to everyone, really. The first goal as well. It was just perfection from Hendo and Chamberlain. We really do have heroes everywhere in this team. Special shout out to Virgil as well. What a performance. What a team. What a manager. And with Liverpool now having won our fifth match in a row against Bournemouth, this is Owen from Cop On Podcast saying our Bournemouth supremacy continues. Liverpool Top of the league. Owen, Alex Watt and Simon Donnelly here on the Post Game Podcast. Well, don't forget, for more content from the Blood Red channel, you can always check out our YouTube channel as well these days. There is a great interview with Jordan Shakiri on there as well that you can enjoy in your own time. Well, the Blood Red Podcast will add more meat to the bone from the showing down at Bournemouth on Monday. Before that, there'll also be a Sunday edition of the Agenda for you as well. Before we're done here, though, time to hear from Nathan Davidson and Ross. Another day, another win. Absolutely flying top of the league. Wasn't a classic today, let's not let's not kid ourselves. But it was so comfortable. Absolutely dominated possession. 3-0 victory. It was never really in doubt. Bournemouth, I thought, really poor, really average side. You know, they, they, they're going to struggle. I know they've, they're on a bit of a bad run, Bournemouth, at the minute. But really not my concern, Liverpool flying the football wasn't the best don't get me wrong but it was more of a you know first or second gear job it was just one of them get the job done get the points move on to the next game and that's what we've done the breakthrough came from Oxley chamberlain great knock from henderson who i thought you know was probably one of our better players there today henderson had a great game in the middle of the park got the first goal nabby cater popped up with the second you know I'm not going to lie, I thought, he had, I thought he had quite a poor game. There was little bits and bobs where he was good and obviously he was involved in the goal and to say he had a poor game may be a bit harsh but he he was also involved in the third but he he, he wasted a lot of lot of the lot of the ball. But yeah, I'm not going to dwell on it like I say. There was a couple of injuries which I'm hoping aren't going to be too serious. But we've got the points, that's, like I say, that's the main thing. We go on to the next game, Salzburg midweek, only the point there, we're into the knockout stage. Watford at home next weekend, that's surely a routine victory. And we just keep on going. Come on, Liverpool. Hi there, Nathan Davidson talking about Liverpool's victory today over Bournemouth. And 
to be fair, it, today was actually one of those games that we haven't had much this season where we seem to get the job done early and make the day a bit easier for ourselves with Salzburg on the horizon is definitely what we're wanting to achieve today. So early on I thought we were in complete control really. We had most of the ball. It was just trying to find that killer pass and uh, it took about half an hour or so to come but just before we uh, take the lead, Nathan Ake got injured for Bournemouth and I think that was... That was where it all started to go wrong for Bournemouth today. He's um he's a player I rate highly. I think he's a decent defender and with the injury problems that Bournemouth have, it was only going to get worse from them from that point. And not too long afterwards, a long ball from Henderson and Chamberlain's got on the end of it and he's hit and it's a little bit close to the keeper really. You'd prefer it to be a little bit further away. And Ramsdale's sort of got a ha- it's like hit his arm, but he's he's got no real power in that to push it away. And the power from Oxford and Chamberlain takes it into the back of the net. I think Ramsdale for Bournemouth didn't have a great game today. Um, maybe a better goalkeeper would have stopped that one. But you've got to credit Chamberlain for getting on the end of it. And you've definitely got to credit, not not even just Henderson, the whole Liverpool team at the minute. I've never seen a team as a whole be so effective from long balls. And it's not the traditional, what you'd, what you'd presume... Uh, in like in your Sunday League team, long balls, just hoofing it if you're playing against a better team. It's none of that. It's being in a controlled, waiting for the space. Is anyone pressing us? No, no one's pressing us. Right, let's try and get a long ball into a uh, into an area of danger. And obviously with our attacking players, they're all willing runners. And they're, if it doesn't happen once, they'll just keep going and going and going. So I think... It's been a thing that's happening for a while now in terms of the long balls, but yeah, just really, really effective. And if we can keep it going like that, then that's brilliant. Then Lovren seemed to pick up an injury. Uh, Alexander Arnold came on in the first half to replace him. Um, might be a little bit of an unpopular opinion. Yeah, Lovren, hundred percent, he has played really, really well recently. But I'm a big fan of Gomez, and it it did allow Gomez to move into centre back. Which um, when I saw that Gomez was at right back, I just I feel like we're doing him a little disservice there. I don't feel he, that's his best position. He can play there, Gomez, but I just feel um, he's never going to develop into that world-class player out on the right back. He's um, he's very good defensively, but going forward, he doesn't offer what Trent does on the right-hand side, and I'm much preferring that centre-back. So, obviously disappointing that we're Lovren's got injured, especially with Matip injured, but... The fact that Gomez can move into centre-back, I was happy about that fact. A little bit of a silver lining, if you will. Then just before the end of the first half, Naby Keita pops up with a goal, buzzing for him. Um, I think he played quite well today. Hopefully, if he can get more chances, more uh, game time through December, he can uh, keep playing as he did today because he looked really good and he looked effective in that sort of slightly more advanced role in the midfield. Um for the goal though Trent fizzes a ball into him Keita to, uh, plays a little one to his Salah great little back heel from Salah to give it back to him and it's a tidy finish from Naby Keita into the back of the net um, yeah if you can show more of what he has done today I'll be really pleased to see more of him in the team then we start the second half just as we finish the first um, always looking a threat always looking dangerous looking like another goal was coming it didn't take too long uh, Mohamed Salah popped up with a goal absolutely um, elated for Salah because I think he's had a tough time recently but it was uh, Naby Keita that returned the favour 
Um, it was sloppy from ball mouth in uh, in defence. They give the ball away in their own half. Naby Keita was on to it quick as a flash, drove forward, played the pass free for Salah, and Salah just managed to put it in the bottom right corner before the keeper could come out. Um, yeah, I thought Salah played really, really well today. Deserves a mention. Um, when I've seen him recently, he looks like he's been trying to force it, trying to force that goal. But today it looked like he played a lot more naturally, just believed in the skill that he has. And it was more about the team rather than himself today. And I'm, yeah, really, really happy with how he played. That's a, that's a Salah that we know and love. I think Bournemouth really, really struggled. They look like a, a team in trouble at the minute. Um, a lot of injuries, lacking ideas. I thought maybe for the first 10, 15 minutes, they had a little bit of uh, creativity, creativity and a little bit of desire. But... As the game went on, that just slowly and slowly disappeared and by the end they were really struggling. We were keeping them penned in their own half for long periods of time. So now, in the last two games, uh, we've had a lot of changes. We've all spoke about the amount of changes that would be needed in December. And I think the great thing and the really positive thing for us to all as fans all to look out for is it's been two games, it's been a lot of changes, but the results just stayed the same. Consistency. Um, these results against the 5-2 against Everton today and the win today like these haven't been results where we've just squeaked it we've looked in control and we've been able to make them changes and it's just a win-win situation now it means that we go to play Salzburg on Tuesday a massive game we want to get through to the knockout rounds of the Champions League and we've been able to rest what probably one of our best players this season in Mane he's going to be fresh Salah obviously got a rest in midweek Firmino obviously I know he's played a lot but he's had little bits here than there and we're just getting to rest players. No, um, Ginny Wijnaldum didn't play for the whole game, um, the entirety of the game today and stuff. So, yeah, it's just really positive. Um, we're starting to use our squad definitely. If we can stay clear of too many injuries, the only place where we might have a little worry is the centre-back now with Lovren and Matip. Although I think Matip should be returning sooner rather than later. So, yeah, we've just got to keep on going as we are. Keep using that rotation because the fixture list is absolutely ridiculous. But... If we can just keep the result being the same, then we're in for a very, very good season and you never know what might happen at the end. Nathan Davidson with the last word on the post-game podcast tonight. The Reds then sitting pretty at the top of the Christmas tree after that win down at Bournemouth. This has been the post-game podcast with me, Guy Clark. Thanks for your time and your company. And until next time, it's bye for now. You've been listening to the post-game podcast on the Blood Red channel.